0: The Vanishing Tower crashes the material plane once again. This episode, What Champions is Good For. I purchased the Champion box set, second edition I'm thinking, in my scholarly research days of 83-84. Halcyon days really. First summer of high school, playing football, skateboarding, and playing RPGs. I was in the midst of one of my many brainstorms I had during those early teens. The doors and the cars were equally awesome, pot was awesome, and comic books were even better. Why can't I play superhero RPGs? Actually, I don't think I was sophisticated enough to ask such a deep question. Since table-top RPGs meant whatever TSR was putting out, this meant I could game fantasy, post-apocalyptic, western, and secret agents. Whenever I could, I would buy an issue of Dragon Magazine, and I happened to purchase an issue reviewing various superhero role-playing games currently available. Oh shit, ya boyo! Super role-playing has got to be the ever-loving bomb! There are rules for this? I had to play superhero role-playing like now, now, now. What I distinctly remember is, at the tender age of 14, and a three-year veteran of role-playing, I had limited buying power. I was also aware game companies were willing to offer up shitty products to take my money. This nebulous, chore-driven, next-to-non-existent budget was already stretched between the Columbia Record and Tape Club, and my subscriptions to Daredevil, Iron Man, and Thor. If I was going to go all in on super's role playing, I had better choose right the first time. I was only going to get one bite at this apple. So I picked champions. I was sold on the promise of being able to create any superhero I could imagine. Marvel superheroes sounded like you had to play Marvel superheroes. Villains and vigilantes in the other system mentioned in the article. I'm thinking Superworld here didn't nail down a flexibility and power creation like champions seem to. I bought the box set from Toy City on a hot summer day when my family once again headed to rural farm hell, the summer cottage known as the Rickety House, and devoured the rulebook in my preferred location, the upstairs attic with the creepy peeling wallpaper on a sagging mattress straddling an antique metal-framed bed. This champion's first, second edition walks you into creating comic book dreams so well. The book promises again and again at every turn you will be able to create a comic book superhero exactly the way you want. The writers do a great job pointing out the importance of defining non-mechanical special effects when picking from the generic list of powers. How you'll want to invest in a character concept before you even begin to assemble your player character. My first champion's character I made was Nighthawk. Fucking original, right? Batman, Captain America, Daredevil all rolled into one. And 250 points. So yeah, not very imaginative, but I pulled it off. Disadvantages, elemental controls, multi-powers, the whole kit. Then I moved on to the Blue Knight, and the Commander, and Ratface, etc. There wasn't a stereotypical superhero character I could not write up from the slim set of rules. I was super stoked. And then I ran the game for other people. I almost lost my friends in character creation. They were as psyched as I was on the idea of role-playing supers. They all had a superhero idea and a name they were ready to go with. Dead Man, Super Frog, Quantum Wizard. They knew what they were about. But the slog of a point-by system, a method which was so successful and seductive when devoured by oneself, was bogging down in a group setting. Needless to say, I pushed on and probably lost a few young souls to fuck-all and pot-smoking out the back door, but characters got done. There were still more than three at the table three hours later. We gamed Deathstroke and Atlas Unleashed over several weeks, but the combat mechanics made a fight go on forever. Gameplay teetered on the crunchy character creation mechanics. It just bled into too much bookkeeping for this young crowd. Running the game, I would really lose handle on the feel of the genre trying to manage the crunch. For all the flack D&D gets, fast character creation is essentially genius. The class and level system makes new characters fast. The only system I've seen get close to fast generation with decent decent customization free of class restraints is Scott Malthouse's unbelievably simple role-playing system. that is why I have, oh, four, five, six different games written out on the platform. USR Sword and Sorcery, Western USR, Anthropomorphic USR, Fear and Loathing USR, USR Cyberpunk. Yeah, that does it. Point is, a system which is grand making custom characters like coming out of those custom chopper reality shows may not make for such a good way to actually run a tabletop role-playing game. Hard, hard lesson to learn, for me. Years later, after I'd fucked with GURPS a bit and got solidly sold on Chaosium's Stormbringer, I could sit in my college digs and read the max, roll over and grab my staple-bound Champions rulebook and pencil out every significant character. I had no limits with Champions, but transforming that into a social round table of fun to translate that enthusiasm into a party with friends... Fucked if I knew. I knew better than try. So Champions is a good game to create your own superhero character. To pull off your most dizzily complex character concepts and manifest them on a sheet of paper in high fidelity. This is the game. This is what Champions is good for. Making characters. I don't think the game plays out well. I've tried as, as a now seasoned GM to distill the system into... Rolling 11 are better, and here are the modifiers in aggregate, but there are too many modifiers to crunch in the end. Maybe supers is just a tough nut to crack for a tabletop RPG. I've played the hero instant and read through mutants and masterminds. I've fucked around with savage worlds and looked deeply with years of experience behind Chaosium's BRP, and I can see crunchy breakdowns in the combat system there too. I think I'm just polluted with some kind of mechanic bloat for Supers role-playing from my gaming heritage to get the ease and breeze I want in a Supers session. But I do know, making up a superhero with the Champion's rulebook is good goddamn fun. The Vanishing Tower near leaves the Material Plane.